Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Amen. No, I've committed unpardonable sin. Begin to scream, scream, and pull her hair. And her sister that had brought her, I mean, she slapped her. I mean, she slapped her almost into the middle of the next week. You know what I mean by that? She said, the doctor told her, you'll have to do that to get her out of it, to bring her out of it. So when she did that, she shut up, never said anything. We moved her into the living room, set her down in a chair. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, The Gifts and Callings of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, uh, He that speaketh an unknown tongue edifieth himself. Edify himself. Edify means he builds up himself. Now, that's not a physical building up or a mental building up. That's a spiritual building up. Actually, Greek scholars tell us that we have a word in our vernacular that's closer to the meaning uh, of this Greek word than the word edify is. And that's the word that we use, charge. Like charging a battery. Battery runs down, we charge it up. And a literal translation would be, he's speaking unknown tongue, edifies himself, charges himself like a battery. Well, in those days, we didn't have, you know, my, my day, for instance, we didn't have electric toys, toys, battery operated. We had spring, you know, you wind them up. Remember that? Now, it felt to me like there's a big spring in here. And the more I talked in tongues, I'm just winding it up. Amen. And like I said, I thought God's getting me ready for tomorrow, for Sunday services. And I said to myself, we're going to have a stem winder tomorrow. But I was wrong. About 2.30 that afternoon, a lady, one of my members said, because her husband was, uh, company moved him to another town. It wasn't very far away, only about 15 miles away. Well, of course, they had to move. But she came back over to our church, only 15 miles, every Sunday, and most of the time on Wednesday night. And so she came with a lady because she had told this lady about how God moved in our church because we constantly had outstanding things happen, miraculous, spectacular, supernatural. And so uh, this lady brought her sister. Her, the, her sister had lost her mind two and a half years before this time and uh, had become violently insane, tried to kill herself, tried to kill others. And so she had been in solitary confinement for two and a half years. No sunshine, no exercise, because she's dangerous to herself and to others. But the authorities, now the war, the war was on, World War Number 2, and people were short of help. She came out of the state institution in Wichita Falls, Texas. And so the authorities of that institution contacted the, the, the family of this lady. And they said, she has, uh, she's no longer violent. And we don't believe she ever will be violently insane anymore. But she'll always need institutional care. 
but we don't have the the uh, people to do it. She's been in solitary confinement for two and a half years. No sunshine, no exercise. And her general overall health has depleted. And unless there's a change, she's not going to live much longer. But if some of you could come and get her and take her, you know, keep her in your home. And if you have a city park, see, this is springtime now. Go spend the entire day out in the city park with her, getting sunshine and fresh air, you see. Uh, but now stay right with her because she may just run right out in front of, like a little kid, you know, run out in front of an automobile and be killed. And uh, her mind will never be right. Well, this sister went and got her, brought her to her home. And Sister Brown told her about God moving in our church. And so they brought her. They brought her. I, I remember standing on the front porch of our parsonage she said to this lady said to her that was her sister that's insane this is the preacher I told you about so when she said that that woman started quoting scriptures that insane woman they run out of her mouth like water out of a water faucet and poor me you know <laughs> opened my mouth put my foot in it I said my 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 anybody quote scripture like that must really know God and she reached up and started pulling her hair out and said, oh, no, 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 I can't be saved. I've committed the unpardonable sin. I've committed the unpardonable sin. I asked her sister, the sister said, the superintendent of the institution said 85% of the people in here think they've committed unpardonable sin. That'll give you an idea to know that the devil has something to do with it. Amen. No, I've committed unpardonable sin. Begin to scream, scream and pull her hair. And her sister that had brought her, I mean, she slapped her. I mean, she slapped her almost into the middle of the next week. You know what I mean by that? She said, the doctor told her, you'll have to do that to get her out of it, to bring her out of it. So when she did that, she shut up, never said anything. We moved her into the living room, set her down in a chair, and I watched her. She sat there and never blinked an eye. She sat there for 40 minutes and never blinked an eye. Just stared straight in front of her like she saw her in another world. Well, I said to uh, Sister Brown and Sister Yeager, the lady that had brought her sister, I said, uh, my wife and I will go and get Sister Sylvia. Sister Sylvia was a little red-headed woman, could pray heaven and earth together. And so we went. My wife uh, went in to tell her, and she said, well, I have to change clothes. So I sat in the car, and I took my testament and read it, and I said, now, Lord, I know this. People can be sick in their head just like people get sick at their stomach. And people get sick at their stomach and do some strange things. And people get sick in their head and do some strange things. And I know that if that's the case, you're just sick in the head, you could anoint them with oil. Those days I anointed with oil. Oil is a type of the anointing. Amen. And lay hands on them and receive healing. But then I know right on the other hand that sometimes the devil's behind the situation. I mean present. And, and, and they have to be dealt with. So I'm, I'm depending on you. Well, Sister Sylvia got ready. We went back to the parsonage. And that lady is still sitting there in this straight chair in the middle of the living room floor. 
never even blinked an eye. She's just like she was when we left. And so we went to prayer. The ladies over in the west side of the room, my wife, Sister Brown, Sister Sylvia, and the sister to this lady, they all knelt. Now, I, I, I didn't have a study out in my church. I just had a one-room church. So I got a desk over in the corner and a bookcase there. I knelt over there by my desk. My back, you know, these ladies over there, their back's all, all to me. My back's to them. This lady's sitting in the middle. And so we all got to praying. And we got in the Spirit. Now, what do you mean in the Spirit? Well, Paul said, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God, for no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit. Everybody say in the Spirit. He speaketh mysteries. Or one translation says divine secrets. Well, I got into tongues. And the 14th verse of that chapter said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. The Amplified Translation said, My spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prayeth. All of us are in the spirit. All of us are praying in other tongues. And I heard these words. Go stand in front of her and say, Come out, thou unclean spirit, in the name of Jesus. Now, don't laugh at me. I said, Lord, I don't much believe I won't do that. <laughs> now, first of all, I'll let you in on a little secret. First of all, I was afraid of those kind of cases. Now, you say, why? You see, my father left my mother when I was six years old. And uh, they were four of we children. My oldest brother, two years older than I. My sister, four years older than I. Then my youngest brother, about five and a half years. He, he was just a baby, about five and a half years younger than me. So my daddy left. Well, mama tried to make a living for us four children. She had a complete nervous, mental, and physical breakdown. And so we had to move in then with my grandparents on my mother's side of the family. And my mother, you see, would go into these spells. She'd get under great depression, and then she'd lose her mind. She'd try to kill herself. Now, to make a great impression on a little fella, you see, we didn't start the school in the first grade till we were seven years old. And so at six years of age, you know, I'm talking about now 19 and 23. My grandmother's out, you know, behind the house washing the old-fashioned rub board, hanging clothes up on the line, she had positioned me at six year old at the kitchen door. Now, if your mother gets in there, because she'd try to get a knife to cut her throat. If you get gets in there, you call me. Well, I had to call her, run, call her, granny, 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 granny. She had to come. Time she got there, she had the knife, take it away from her. Now, if you don't think that'll make an impression on a six year old, <laughs> amen, you got another thought coming. And so, because of all that, yeah, I was afraid of these situations. And so I said, uh, Lord, I don't much believe I won't do that. What, what if I did that and nothing happened? I'd be embarrassed, you know. Well, you see, I got out of the spirit, got back over in the natural. I'm thinking, and the anointing lifts. But I began to pray again, and the anointing came upon me. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, The Destiny Package, featuring the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit, and How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, both by Ken Hagan. Plus, The Gifts and Callings of God, three CDs by Kenneth E. Hagan. All three resources for just $34.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this powerful destiny package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. In June, mm-hmm. you people on the West Coast, we're coming we're to coming the Washington there. area. The Northwest, I should have said. That's right. We haven't been out there in a while. We're going to be in Vancouver, Washington mm-hmm. at Faith Center Church uh, with Glenn and Theresa Johnson. June uh, the 9th through the 11th. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to move over. And we're going to go over to Spokane Christian Center, Spokane, mm-hmm. Washington, with Rick and Linda Sharkey. And that'll be June the 12th through the 14th. That's right. And if you're in that area or yes. have friends in that area, hey, call them and tell them yes. about this. If Rama for Today has blessed your life, then consider giving a financial gift to help offset the cost of broadcasting this program in your area. Our partners make this radio program possible. We thank you for all your support. Interested in becoming a partner? Call today and request Partner Packet. That number is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit rhema.org today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Gifts and Callings of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.